Differences of habit and language are nothing at all if our aims are identical and our hearts are open. We all love Harry Potter, the series, and the fandom. These books and the world they create are bigger than the author. We cannot ignore the author's distaste with the LGBTQ affinity, especially the trans community. We are only as strong as we are united, as weak as we are divided. If you were affected by this ignorance and hatred, please know we are here for you. We will stay with you until the very end. What's up, witches? Hi, guys, gals, non-binary pals. I'm Abby. My pronouns are she, her, hers, and I am a Hufflepuff. My name is Sarah. My pronouns are she, her, hers, and I'm a Gryffindor. I was like, man, what order do we go into? Is it pronouns and then my house or my house and then my pronouns? Girl, you just say whatever you say. Sometimes when we do it like so quickly yeah, for like traveling reasons or whatever, I'm like, I that's when I'm stupidest. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. Like when there's like a quick turnaround in our recordings, mm-hmm. I'm like, wait, did we already talk about this? The amount of things that I like my dreams They're very weird, but they are always a mix of like very crazy banana things that'll never happen. And then also very mundane things that happen in my everyday. So when I wake up, I'm like, I don't know, that might have been real life. And I just happened to do something weird that day. I will tell you, I had some fucked up dreams last night. Yeah. And I don't know if I want to keep this part in here. So we're going to think about this one. I had a sexy dream. Nice. About the guy who plays Mad-Eye Moody. Oh, hell yeah. No, we should leave this in. Was he dressed up like Mad-Eye Moody? And I was like, dear God, I hope I didn't say anything in my sleep. (laughs) Oh, Alistair. (laughs) What was that? And what makes it even more weird is that I'm going to Canada next week. Uh-huh. So the timing's off for when this is released. But this took place in Canada. <laughs> so I was like, am I gonna meet Mad Eye Moody? <laughs> you gonna fuck Brendan Gleason? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, his son who played Bill, um, Dom Hall, oh. I have such a fucking crush on that guy. He's so attractive. He's so fucking hot. There's a TV show that he's in called Run. Um, it's an HBO show, or maybe it's a Hulu show. It's one of the two. Uh, very good. Highly recommend. Ooh. I don't think I've heard of that. It is about two exes that when they text each other the word run, they have to just drop what they're doing. And they either meet the person at like a predetermined location. Mm. Or they ignore it and then they never talk to each other again or something like that. Um, And he texts her, run, and she is married with children. Ah, fuck. But she goes. Whoa. Yeah. It's very, very good. And he is really hot in that show. (laughs) Oh, I gotta look this up. (laughs) It's the TV show, Run. There's a movie called Run as well that came out recently. It's not that. Oh, it's a TV show? Yeah, it's like eight or ten episodes or something like that. When was this made? Just a couple years ago. Yeah, 2020. Oh, and Run the Movie came out the same year. That's my Yeah, that was really confusing. <laughs> Who's the girl? 
Merritt Weaver, is that her name? Yep. She was a new girl, and she was in... Um, uh, Signs. Yes, she played um, the weird... No. Oh. Yes. The girl I, who is like, is cunt a bad word? Yeah. <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it, oh, shit. She was in Birdman. Or Birdman? Yes, she was. She um, was so fucking good in that movie. She was freaky as fuck. She is also in the show with um, Tony Collette and Caitlin Deaver called Unbelievable. It's on Netflix. And she plays a detective who is looking into, like, these rape cases and how they just, like, it's kind of similar, but not really. And it's really hard to track down the rapist and everything. Oh, wait. It's so good. I watched a little bit of it, but it was yeah. so fucking sad. I couldn't finish yeah. it. Finish it out it because it's got a really good ending. Does it? It does. I promise you. I might need like a little bit of a buffer time because I just finished that book and I still need to like. Totally fine. Recoup. <laughs> totally get it, mom. You take your time. I just added like four things to my watch list just in this one little conversation. Good. <laughs> That's what I'm here uh, for. What else have you been up to? <laughs> um, so we recorded chapter 10 last night because you're going out of town. So we're doing quick ones. Uh, mm-hmm. I watched two episodes of um, Vampires. Vampires are us. What we do in the shadows. <laughs> so funny. Like, wait. Is this a real show? No, I just don't know. I uh, watched <laughs> some TikToks. I um, I edited chapter 10. I hope you guys liked it. <laughs> we love it. Oh, good. <laughs> lots uh, that's of, it. Um, lots of downloads. Everybody <laughs> loved it. <laughs> so many downloads. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thanks. So what have you been up to in the last 24 hours? Um, I watched Gone Girl last night. I'm so jealous. Can I just say that I have had a song stuck in my head for like the last week or so. And I was listening to it. And I'm like, this is so weird that I'm, this is the song that I'm craving. Um, And it is from Gone Girl when they're in the snow and he like wipes away the, or the sugar scene. Yeah. Um, that music right there I've had stuck in my head for the last couple of days and mm. I did not tell that to you so when you texted or snapped me last night that you were watching Gone Girl I was like our brains are so fucking intertwined we're synced yeah yeah oh um, and I had a dream that I was hunting horcruxes or no I was apparating excuse me so yes Harry Potter is very much in our brain lately we can't not think no. about Harry Potter and their sexy <laughs> characters <laughs> And the apparating was really weird. Like it was the golden trio and they all had to put their leg in the center, but then they had to like curl. <laughs> so it's like the prom photos when like every girl like sticks their toe in the middle. And yes. but now you got to wrap it. Yes. That was exactly what my dream was. <laughs> feel weird at all guys. I know natural. it was like very natural. Now, now hold on. <laughs> now we're going to go flying real quick. Well, I'm reading Gone Girl. Okay. So that's like my background book, I guess. Mm-hmm. So Chris actually put on Gone Girl, the movie. Mm-hmm. And I haven't watched this movie and I don't even know how many years. It's been several years. 
But it was kind of cool that I was also reading it at the same time. Cause then I was like, uh, this doesn't happen in the book. In oh, the you book, were already reading this. it. Yeah. I'm already like halfway through. Oh, damn girl. I know. Which I mean, I just like read it like on and off if I need uh-huh. like a little break or just something to fill the gap. Yeah. Um, but I hadn't read the book in a long time and I hadn't read or watched the movie in even longer. So it was kind of cool that they all like synced up and yeah. I forgot how good that movie was. Dude, it's so fucking good. It is. Yeah. I um now I have we to don't... finish the book. Huh? Now I have to finish the book. <laughs> you have to now. Um I I wish I could watch it more, but Matt always gets nervous when I'm like, I want to watch Gone Girl. He should. <laughs> and there was one time where it was the most recent time that we watched it. It's like one of the funniest things I've ever done is I snapped that we were watching it. But the way that I said it was things are getting too chummy with Matt. So we got to watch Gone Girl. <laughs> I remember that. I was like, I'll never be as funny as I am right now. That was fucking hilarious. <laughs> When we were watching it last night, I was like joking to Chris. I was like, we know when you guys are being, um, when you guys are acting like assholes or mm-hmm. doing something like this. I forget my my wording. He was like, oh, I don't doubt that. I was like, no. Do you know how Shakira found out that her man was cheating on her? Like the drinks? Or jam was gone. Yes. And he didn't eat the jam that she bought and his kids didn't like the jam. Chris was dying on the floor laughing. And I was like, no, we fucking know. I was like, when I get home from my work trips, I check the shower drain Mm because I clean up my hair when I'm done. Mm -hmm. Who else has been in here? Mm -hmm. Yes. We might be crazy, but we get shit done. (laughs) (laughs) I will find out. Come at me. <laughs> yes. Also, I have a very good memory. And my one of my I don't dream of um, labor and working. But my dream job would to be a PI a private investigator. Because yes. I would just love that. Uh, I need that job. <laughs> yeah. I remember this one time I went to go visit Shanna, my sister in law. Mm hmm. And we went to a bar that she frequented and she was like, Sarah, I'm not a lesbian, but this bartender is fucking hot. And her wife is even hotter somehow. And I was like, oh my God, are you friends with him on social? And she's like, no, all I know is this girl's first name. I fucking picked up my phone and I found both of them with under five minutes. And it blew my sister-in-law's like, she was like, how did you do that? I was like, how have you not done this yet? Yeah, like, no, every time, like I went out to brunch with the rest of the bridesmaids because Shanna's getting married. And she's like, yeah. Shanna, everybody shut up. Listen, Sarah is the best fucking detective. I was like, yes, tell them yes, this story, bitch. <laughs> I found the hot lesbians. That's <laughs> actually just what you Googled. You got a lot of hits before you found them. Oh man! And you had to look at them for research. I mean, but I then... had to look at all the pictures. <laughs> Swipe right on like all of them. Yes, <laughs> you're just like walking. Like yes, 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 yes. Exactly. <laughs> oh, I love that. Should we talk about Harry Potter? <laughs> yeah, let's go. You got a trivia? Um, yes, I do. I just need to remember it. Hang on. Okay. Because I was driving the whole day, so I couldn't write it down anywhere. If only you had a magical handheld device 
I know. And I was, but I had so many other notes on my phone today that I was Mm -hmm. like, I can't fuck up my notes. Damn it. What was this? Oh, yeah. Are you ready? Are you ready for this? So I actually don't have a trivia, but I do have a question for you. Yeah. And it's weird that you just brought this up because you said your dream job would be a PI, a private investigator. What Mm -hmm. would be your dream job in the wizarding world? Sarah, I literally stress about this more than I stress about anything else. What? You don't like your job? No, because I don't think I could be a healer. Well, it's like, what would I... I think it's probably because I don't know what I want in my non-wizarding life. Mm -hmm. And so many, like, if you're a nurse here, you'd be a healer there. If you're, you know, a teacher here, you'd be a professor there. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know what I want. So I don't know what I would be. Like, I don't want to be an aura, an aura, because um, I don't like, how can I say this in a very diplomatic way? I don't want to work for certain places and things, government and protectors, quote unquote, protectors of the community, because I don't Mm -hmm. think that they always do a good job. Um, So I don't know what I would be. I'd probably just be like somebody that maybe I would work as like somebody like I help with the muggle and the wizarding world together. Mm hmm. I could be like, um, I don't know. I don't know what a, what yeah. the phrase Can I be. tell you what I think you would be good at? Yes. Please tell me, for the love of God. Hermione is very good at finding the injustice and fighting for justice for them. And I think you would be a very good, compatible um, person for that type of job. Thank you. That's going to make me fucking cry. Good. That's my aim right now. You made me cry last episode, too. Did I? Yes, when you when I was your witchy win, I literally started to tear up. <laughs> oh, you well, bitch! In the nicest way. <laughs> okay. What about you? <laughs> well, I'm. I would like to be the thing that you hate, and um, I would love to be an aura. An aura. I mean, that's fine. An aura. <laughs> an aura. Somebody tell us how to say this thing because Jim Dale always fucks me over with this. I'm like, an yes. aura. And then he's an like, an aura. And I'm like, wait, what is it? Well, yeah, there's just some things that I'm like, is it is it me? Am I the stupid one? Or is it the accent that's throwing me off? It's like, because like, if you go to France, you're going to order a croissant, you know? Croissant. But you're not going to say croissant at Duncan. Uh-huh. <laughs> you're going to say a crescent roll or whatever it's called a, a croissant. croissant there you go yes i was like wait what is don't that over here? don't be that pretentious at duncan exactly. it's fucking yeah. duncan donuts you guys know your audience type <laughs> deal i would like to be an or oh i think that would be fun okay what what is your trivia my trivia is it's an actual question so um when what's this fuck Mr. Diggory, his face fires out into the kitchen. (laughs) Molly is so sweet. (laughs) And she gives him food. Yes. Do you remember what she gives him? It was toast and butter. Isn't so sweet? Man. (laughs) What a mom. I eat eat toast with butter and like cinnamon sugar every single morning before I go to the gym. Sometimes I'll put like honey or sometimes I'll do Mm -hmm. jam. 
But when I heard that, I listened, I drove so much today that I mm-hmm. listened to this chapter like three times. And every time I'm like, man, that sounds so fucking good right now. <laughs> it's so simple. And like, so I simple. love it when it's like those things that you're just like, you get tied on to like toast and butter. And you're like, this is the best fucking thing I've ever had in my whole life. And I'm going to have it every fucking day now. Pascadios? Are you fucking kidding me? Man, I get that way with mac and cheese sometimes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, I fucking love mac and cheese. There are some just there are just some days where I'm like, you know what? Sounds really good. A 47 box 40 cent 47 cent box of mac and cheese. Yes. Give oh me gosh. that. Right. It's so good. Chris took um his youngest out grocery shopping last night because we just do groceries like usually day by day just what they want because during the Mm -hmm. week I won't cook so Darcy made herself mac and cheese and then she put the rest of it in the fridge and man as soon as she went upstairs I went and stole the rest of her mac and cheese but because she's the favorite of Chris's (laughs) he got the expensive kind and it was like Gouda with like bacon bits and i was like man this is fucking good mac and cheese what brand is this it's like private selection it's still like or no it's velveta velveta and private selection both do it i've gotten it before and man it's good i might have mac and cheese for dinner again tonight well i went to kroger i told you this before we started recording and i got the wrong order yeah um so i had to go back to kroger and get the right order But the wrong order, they did get mac and cheese. It's like Bob Evans, like um, oh microwave stuff, yeah. which is all right. But then they also ordered like a rotisserie chicken. So I'm going to eat that tonight. I'm very fucking excited for that. Is that what it was, rotisserie chicken? That's one of the things that is good and that I actually enjoy. Everything else Matt and I have already talked about, we're going to take it to a food like bank or something. There's not one far yeah. from us. Because I'm like, we're not going to eat this. It's funny it's that you waste. Guys- a rotisserie chicken and I just said that sometimes I'll just like make the kids just make their own dinner mm-hmm. gives them like their own like sense and they have to think about what they're going to get and I remember once I asked all the kids I was like what do you want for dinner tonight and then I'll go to Kroger and I'll pick it up for you and Darcy she's 13 now so she was probably like 10 at the time she's like um Sarah can I have um chicken and I was like yeah girl what kind of chicken do you want she's like can I get a bag of chicken and I was like, a bag of chicken? What is that? She was like, you know, like the bag of chicken? I was like, do you want a whole rotisserie chicken for dinner? And she's like, yeah, a rotisserie. I was like, hell yeah, girl. <laughs> I love that. There was one time where myself, our parents, and then our uncle, we were all up in Wisconsin. Um, it was right after grandpa died. And we went to like Walmart or something. And our uncle, Patrick, he and I were very, very hungry. And so we, like, got a bag of chicken. And we're just in the backseat of mom's car, like, eating it with, like, no <laughs> no utensils or anything. Yeah. Because we were That's so exactly hungry. what she did. <laughs> yes. She was just ripping it. it right out of the bag. That's what I'm going to do tonight. I don't have time to cut it up. No. Mm-mm. It's the best. No, oh, ma'am. All right. You ready? I'm ready. Let's do All some right. Harry Potter do it to it chapter 11 aboard the hogwarts express um 
where did we leave off? In chapter 10, we ended it with um, all of the kids were going through um, all the things that Mrs. Weasley had purchased for them in Diagon Alley. Mm -hmm. Uh, They all had to get dress robes. Uh, Harry gets his. They're the same uh, as his school robes, but they're green to match his eyes. Mm-hmm. Ron gets really shitty dress robes. They're like maroon, they're moldy lace. And Ron is very upset and he's like, Why is everything I own rubbish? Mm-hmm. Um, Hermione and Percy get into it over the welfare of elves. And Rita Skeeter is a horrible person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we're just learning about this. There's lots to unpack with Rita as we go along. Yes. All right. So the next morning, Harry enters the kitchen to see Mr. Weasley taking an urgent message from the ministry. Mr. Diggory's head is sitting in the fire. Harry has to do a double take. He was like, Mr. Weasley is talking to um, Mr. Diggory and his head is in the fire. (laughs) Mr. Diggory is um, a little distraught. He's uh, not pushy, but he's urgent with this. He's like, we've got to get this taken care of. Mad-Eye Moody, um, he went off last night. He was jinxing everything in sight. Uh, The please men were called, and um, we had, like, rope dustpins or something. (laughs) I love that so much. (laughs) Like... <laughs> that was the most shocking part of this whole thing. Yeah. He's, there's no casualties. He just heard something in the yard and he just started jinxing everything. Mm-hmm. Man, I'm so sorry about that. Let me shut that down. All right. That was my email. And it's just going to keep going off. Um, Mr. Diggory, um, He's like, we can't let Mad-Eye get in too much trouble. He starts his new job today. We need to lessen these charges. What if we do this? What if we do this? So, like, Mr. Weasley, Mr. Diggory, they're going back and forth, and they're like, all right, so we're going to do this. Mr. Weasley's going to go calm down Mr. Uh, or Mad-Eye Moody because he's the only one that can calm him down. Um, Mrs. Weasley then gives Mr. Diggory a piece of toast through the fire, through like fire tongs or something. And he's like, thanks, with a big mouth full of toast. Because he can't put his hands in there, because I'm guessing they would get burned. I don't really know. I have so many fucking questions about this thing. I don't understand this fire and the logistics of it. Like, why don't you just finish it? Like, just go into their house. Yeah, just flu powder into their house. I mean, you're already there. Oh, I found a really long hair. A lock of hair from From her chest. chest. I guess it's kind of like um, in Half-Blood Prince when Dumbledore and Harry operate to see um, Slughorn. Mm -hmm. There's like this weird echoing like sound. My uh, computer is trying to take off right now. Oh, okay. All right. Well, as long as it's that. Um, (laughs) Harry asks like, why didn't we operate inside of the house? Why did we do it like a little bit away um, and Dumbledore is like well you wouldn't just walk into somebody's house like come on kid you I know. be fucking polite well I was thinking the same thing but then at the same time I'm like it's your fucking head in their kitchen like isn't that just the same yes 
bit more awkward. Yes, because you're like, yeah, I, I'm assuming you're maybe in a weird position. Like, I don't know. I picture you on your hands and knees right now, sir. <laughs> sir. Sir. What sir. is happening on the other side of this? <laughs> Good for you, but please, there are children. Is this work appropriate right now? No, it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it is not. <laughs> also, so, I like that they um, they very subtly hint that he's got a job starting today. Yes. Which will be the Defense Against the Dark Arts position. Yes. So, as everybody knows, this is not actually Mad-Eye Moody. It, it started out as Mad-Eye. He did mm-hmm. hear something in the garden. And... Mad-Eye was fighting, um, what's his name? Fuck. Barty Crouch Jr. Barty Crouch Jr. I was like, I can only think of the word junior. <laughs> I know, like, junior. You call him junior. <laughs> he was fighting junior. <laughs> and Mad-Eye Moody is a very, uh, he's a professional war, right? So they're already talking about him having PTSD from being in war for so long. He's fought probably thousands or hundreds, I don't know how many wizards, uh, bad wizards. So we have to know now that Barty Crouch Jr. is incredibly talented to take Mm -hmm. down an or. Plus he's been locked up for how long? Then he was in the Imperious Curse and then he fought that off. And now he's fighting one of the most um, dignified wars, you know, and he's just like taking everybody down with him. So he's extremely talented in order to do all of this. And we just hear that Mr. Weasley is the only one who can talk down Mad-Eye Moody, which is telling us that Mr. Weasley and Mad-Eye Moody know each other very well, that there's a lot of trust going on, and Barty Crouch Jr. immediately fools Mr. Weasley. Mm-hmm. So it's not like we know Mad-Eye Moody, Barty Crouch Jr., he tr- or he tricks all of the teachers in Dumbledore, but we don't know how close they are before. Mm-hmm. But we do know that Arthur and Mad-Eye are close before. So it makes you kind of wonder, like, how long has Barty Crouch been watching Mad-Eye Moody? Mm-hmm. How does he know his tricks and trades and how he walks and how he talks and his just mm-hmm. general well-being, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's like somebody is, you know, tricking you pretending to be me or, yeah, like, you know, any one of our best friends. A lot. Yeah. Well, you and I would know something's up. We have code words. We do. Did Tomato. I tell you that, <laughs> that a couple nights ago I had a dream where, um, somebody like took over dad and like was um pretty much like an imposter much like mad eye moody and this and and barty crouch jr and i said a movie line to dad that i knew if it was real dad he would answer one way and the movie line was what's seven times seven and the answer is stuff she knows but when I said that to dad, he's like, it's 49 or 42 or whatever the fucking answer is. It's 49. <laughs> okay. Um, as soon as I said that, I was like, I don't know if that's right. Um, but he said the actual answer. And then I like stopped and was like, that's not my dad. 
That's yeah. not Bob. No. 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 That is definitely one way to find out if our father mm-hmm. is our father. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Movie quotes. Movie quotes. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, that's a good point to see like how long has Barty Crouch been watching him? Like, yes. is he just watching like interviews that he found on like Wizarding YouTube? Or is yeah. he like full on stalking him? Mr. Weasley races away, and Mrs. Weasley gives Mr. Diggory the piece of toast. It's adorable. He disappears out of the fire. The Weasley children then come down, like Bill and Charlie, and they're like, oh, did we hear Mad-Eye Moody? George calls him crazy. Bill points out that he's a friend of Dumbledore. Charlie tells Harry that Mad-Eye used to be a skilled or. But real quick, I'm going to go back over here. George's assessment is that Moody is crazy, combined with Charlie saying that Moody is paranoid. And then that is basically telling Harry that Moody shouldn't really necessarily be someone that he could trust. And Charlie is the only one who tries to make sense of why Moody is so paranoid now, being an oar that is an emotionally taxing job. This suggests that the other Weasley children haven't yet developed enough empathy to feel for chill or to feel for moody and that is incredibly true yeah most difficult things that you can teach a children is empathy like they just don't have it i have a thousand teenagers at home and they don't have empathy all the time and that's the scariest part about teenagers (laughs) is that they just don't like they don't get the sense of it i guess right and i think a big part of that is like because when you're a teenager and you're in high school like you do think you're untouchable you don't think anything like there are bad things in the world that happen to children and to teenagers I'm not not saying that but you kind of do feel like you have like this protective like well no that's not gonna happen to me my life's gonna be different yeah and so you don't need that empathy because you don't think that you are ever gonna have that kind of yeah way in your life or whatever yeah now, you and I are very um, blessed, or we're very... Um, privileged. Privileged. So we may have a different understanding or thought than, say, other people in this mm-hmm. world. They may not be as privileged. So maybe they do have more empathy. Maybe. But yeah. I came from very protected backgrounds. Mm-hmm. Um, Harry, the Weasley kids, they were all very protected as well. But yeah. it's interesting to think or to see that way, for sure. I mean, I do think that, to a degree, like, Harry is still kind of protected because, the, for yeah. God's sake, the kid didn't even know that he was a wizard Yeah, until he was 11. Yeah, in a weird way, he was protected. Mm-hmm. And then when he was brought into the wizarding world, he was immediately um, protected in a different sense or mm-hmm. more loving sense, I guess. Yeah. Mrs. Weasley then has to take the children to Hogwarts Express by herself, and she hires three muggle taxis to take her and the children to King's Cross. So they have Fred, George, Ron, Jenny, Harry, Hermione. So we have six kids, six trunks, two owl cages, one owl, three cars, (laughs) a cat, and Mrs. Weasley, and I'm does it say that? Oh, Mrs. Weasley, yeah. Yeah, and then 
Charlie and Bill both go to the as yeah. well. So that's nine people in three cars plus the trunks alone. I'm Dude. like, they, how are you guys doing this? I'm like, going to say that there is a car specific for trunks. There, I would assume so, because that makes me nervous. Like, sometimes when I get into an Uber and I have a suitcase, mm-hmm. I can't even fit, like, my big suitcase in their, mm-hmm. their trunk. Yeah. Also, if they ordered Uber, they would immediately get one star and kicked out. Oh, my God. There's no way. Yeah. That's a lot of chaos right there. That's not enough. No. Yeah, I'm going to get back to... There's just one car specific for trunks. I hope so. Because then you can put... Yeah, maybe like like one on top of each other on the back seat. Yeah. Two there and then like one across. One in the front seat. Maybe that's where Hedwig is. I don't remember if they said that Hedwig. I know that Crookshanks is running amok. I don't understand why... Hermione did not put Crookshanks in a cat crate. You gotta get a bag or something. Something. Because the cat fucking attacked. He scratched the taxi driver. No, ma'am. I'm a cat person. I I would be upset. Be like, you guys need to calm the fuck down right now. I want to cuddle with the cat. Yes. But not when I'm driving. That's scary now. I know. I don't want to hurt its little tail or its little paw. Yes. Platform nine and three quarters, Charlie cryptically says that he'll be seeing everyone very soon. Mm-hmm. And then the other kids are like, Why? What are you doing? <laughs> and then Bill is like, Oh, yes, I might actually come back as well. I might take some time off. And everybody's like, Why? Somebody fucking tell us. And then everybody's <laughs> else like, oh, 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 You don't know. Don't you worry. You'll find out tonight. And I know these kids are like fucking fuming. They're like, somebody just please fucking tell me because you've been teasing us for a solid week now. I love imagining this part. Oh, where the kids are like, fucking tell us! They're like shaking this, the table. What is happening? If somebody does not tell me, where this baby is? I can just see Ron like wanting to like explode. Like somebody fucking tell yes. me what this is. Oh my gosh. And then, like, Hermione's just in the background, like, teetering back and forth. She's like, guys, we'll find out. (laughs) What is happening? I'm not going to lose my pool. Somebody could tell me. I'd like to know, but I'm not going to go, like, violent. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, On the train, Hermione... On the train, Hermione, Ron, Harry hear Malfoy telling someone that his father wanted to send him to Durmstrang but his mother didn't want him to go so far um Ron stands up and he like slams the sliding door shut so hard that the windows shatter (laughs) Hermione stands up and she's like Ron pull yourself together and fixes it and then at that moment I'm like these this poor train witch (laughs) the snack witch Mm-hmm. She's like, there are way too many hormones running around. These kids are all pissed. I'm just trying to get through here and feed you all. Stop slamming doors so hard that they shatter the glass. Uh-uh. Jeez, dude. She is a saint. She's a saint. A saint. She's the only 
adult on that on that train, I think. Well, that, we don't know if there's a conductor or not. Don't know, but he's not moving. He's staying where he Never is. Never seen him. Um, Hermione then fixes the door and says, Drumstring is a horrendous reputation for dark magic. And Ron and Harry are like, uh, what? Is this another school? And she's like, oh my god, boys. Yes, if you've ever read a book in your life, Drumstring and Bobatons, they, um, they're other magical schools, but they're unplottable and they can't be mapped and no one knows where they are. And the boys are like, what? She's like, unplottable means this. We can't find it because of this. And she's like, well, I guess they're north because Germstring has like um, fur, fur inside their their cloaks. Mm-hmm. Immediately, I'm like, I need those. I'd be so sweaty. Fur. Well, you are in the winter. <laughs> I would still be sweaty, Sarah. All right, all right. I checked the weather for Canada next week. Yeah. The high today when I checked it was 24, and the real feel was 14. Oh, I was like, yes. yes. Well, I do like, it's super close to the town, so I always walk to the town, and mm-hmm. it is really nice. But uh, if that wind gets going, that's when it gets bad. It's just mm-hmm. when the wind hits. But yeah. Plus, that's a fashion thing. A fur-lined cloak? Oh, yes. James and Dean and Neville join Harry, Ron, and Hermione, and they talk about the Quidditch World Cup. Ron shows Neville his figure of crumb, and... Um, and he starts to talk about him being in the top box, Malfoy then appears. Malfoy teases Ron, oh, that's the first and last time that you've ever been to anything nice, and look at these shitty dress robes, and oh my gosh, are you going to enter? And Ron and Harry are like, what are you talking about? He's like, well, there's money involved, so I thought that Ron would need it, and of course Harry is going to join because he wants the fame and glory, and Ron is like, if you're not going to tell us what's happening, just leave. And then I think Hermione says that. Maybe. And then Draco's like, oh my fucking God, I cannot believe that you actually don't know what's happening. Your father and your brother are in the ministry. Maybe they're just too lowly to even know anything important. And then, like, Malfoy, like, <laughs> and he leaves. <laughs> he does. <sighs> Bye. <laughs> and then Ron, he's just an emotional boy. He can't help it. He's pissed off for the rest of the train ride. <laughs> I get uh, it. Yeah, totally. Uh, the boys like continue on talking about Quidditch though. I think it was Seamus. He was still wearing like his leper or like his four leaf clover, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. I can't even remember. Oh yeah, it called out all of the Name. But it was like feeble and sad at that yeah. time. The batteries were running low. <laughs> the magic batteries. Yes. And I think that's actually where it leaves off. Like um, they just continue their their journey. Do we they their- get to the Hogsmeade um, and they get into the carriage because they say horseless drawn carriage. Yeah, Which is I a hint for next book. Finish there, or if I just kept accidentally going into the next <laughs> chapter today. <laughs> yeah, they get into the 
horseless carriage. Mm-hmm. And they do see Hagrid. Mm-hmm. He's like, there's no fucking way I would get in those boats right now because it's raining so horribly. Um, yeah, so this is their second time seeing the horseless carriage. Mm-hmm. But it will be the last time that they see it as a horseless carriage, or at least here. Yes. Um, but doesn't Neville see the horses? Because he saw his granddad die. Mm-hmm. It's odd that he's never mentioned this before. I mean, Neville, my boyfriend is like very, he's very he's shy. He's a little yeah. timid. And like, there's no point, like, because nobody else has ever mentioned that there's a horse. Why would I want to mention that I can see a horse if you guys can't? Like, people already make fun of me. Huh? Yeah. I wonder if Grandma told him. She's like, hey, by the way, not everybody can see these. I know you will be able to see them. Or any family member told him. You know, just to kind of prep him. Because that would be a scary thing to see something that no one can see. Yeah. Which then makes me wonder if Hermione knows. Because Hermione knows everything. Mm-hmm. But she doesn't mention it. But if she doesn't know, I would be very surprised. Mm-hmm. We'll have to see in the next book when they get on the horses. If I can't remember. In, I know in the movie, I think Neville is with them. I can't remember if he is in the book or not. And if he makes a reaction to when Harry's like, Where the, why are there horses now? Oh, I thought it was Luna who told them. I know Luna's there, but Neville's usually like around them, yeah, as well. So I wonder if she, if he is there as well. Yeah, we'll have to wait until the next book. Another book. Um, good job, good chapter. Thank you, thank you. One um, thing that I wanted to talk about real quick. Yeah. Um, what we talked about last chapter about the dress robes and how yes. Molly was like, we were trying to give her the benefit of the doubt, like maybe she thinks they're next week or very quickly she says to Harry yes. that they're welcome he is welcome to the borough for Christmas but she imagines that he will be staying over at Hogwarts because and then she trails off and it's talking about um, the Yule Ball mm-hmm. so she knows that it's not needed until December I know it really makes me wonder why she didn't wait to buy them or buy them and keep them to fix them up because mm-hmm. it's okay. not like you can't send them to them anything right. to the kids yes like these there's a whole fucking room day yes i yeah. okay our listeners if you guys know or if you have a thought yeah drop a line we would love to know why you think molly didn't fix these ropes it doesn't even have to be like real canon. Like we can just make this up ourselves. Yeah, I just need to know. Us. I'm not talking to the author. Oh. Fuck that lady. I hope she's not listening. You know what? I hope she is because I can say, you know what? You are a duty head. You are Umbridge. IRL. IRL. <laughs> Except. Maybe Umbridge had a redeeming quality. I'm just kind of um, not sure what it was at this time. She really liked cats. That is true. She saved a bunch of cats. She did. Love that. Love that. Love you. Good job. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We're also coming up to a bonus episode. If anybody has any suggestions or quizzes that we should take, 
send them our way. I would love some help on this pod. (laughs) (laughs) Abby and I are doing all the work here. (laughs) I know you guys have a thought. Just send it to us. Yeah, I know you're there. I know you like Harry Potter shit too. That's a good point. I totally forgot we had um, chapter 14 coming up and then we would need something after that. I actually had to rearrange the schedule because I was like, chapter 14, chapter 15, chapter 16, chapter 7. I was like, oh, fuck. (laughs) Go back. (laughs) Redo all of this. Bonus. (laughs) Um, Do you have a witchy win? I do. Um, It just made me smile today. So a week-ish ago, my youngest kid got their learner's permit and I had already been taking Sophia out driving in like the most random fucking parking lots like making sure they have hills sharp curves you know going around schools that sort of thing and um they've also been backing up a lot because I feel like if you can back up really well then you're a really good driver Mm -hmm. and so I picked up Sophia from school today they drove me all over the place trying to do like um all of my errands <laughs> and then they had practice so Sophie drove us to practice and as we're pulling up like everybody at practice right now is 15 so it's like all of the 15 year olds driving to practice and the parents are in the driver's or the passenger seat and you as guys are all scrubs <laughs> yeah we are as we pull up Sophia's like, oh my gosh, is that Lindsay? I think it's Lindsay, and Lindsay and Sophia are pretty tight. Like, they work at the same place, and they're in uh, the same, um, you know, they're, they were inseparable for a long time. And Sophia's like, oh my god, I think that's, I think that's Lindsay. So she, like, starts honking her horn, and I roll down my window, and Lindsay's honking her horn, and she's parked, and they're all like, hi! And they're driving. It was the cutest fucking thing ever. That's so fucking sweet. Oh my gosh. And then like Lindsay's mom, she rolled down her window and she's like, do you just ride in the car like this? Like, it's like grabbing the oh shit handle. Yeah, exactly. I was like, I usually have like one foot up to like brace myself. And the other one has got the Jesus handle. And um, it was just meant. really really cute with him like honking and be like oh my god we're driving (laughs) that's exactly how matt sits in the car when i drive yeah that's how i sit when chris drives too i don't know why it's great (laughs) (laughs) just have control issues that's really fucking sweet though it was so cute Oh, I um, love also, that. when we were driving, I made Sophia go through a drive-thru because oh. Wendy's had free fries with a purchase of chicky nuggies. So I was like, hell yeah, we're going to get those and Frosties. But Sophia was driving. Okay, so we were like pulling up to a stoplight and I was like, do you want a chicky nuggie? And she's like, yeah, feed it to me. So <laughs> I picked up a chicken nugget and I put it in their mouth and she just held it there and she... So he's like, it doesn't have any barbecue sauce on it. (laughs) (laughs) So we had to wait until we fully stopped. And then I was like, I'm going to let you take that out of your mouth and dip it into the barbecue sauce, okay? I love you. I gave birth to you. You are my child. You can get your own fucking sauce. Yeah. (laughs) Get the nugget out of your mouth yourself. (laughs) 
And then she quickly reminded me, she's like, do you remember that time that we went to Michigan for a soccer tournament? And I had to wake you up and tell you that I threw up. <laughs> and I was like, I do remember that. And she was like, it was also Mother's Day. <laughs> I was like, I do remember that because you threw up everywhere. Not in the toilet. You oh. threw up everywhere. And Sophia was like, I was just trying to keep you humble on your day. <laughs> Thanks, Candace. <laughs> okay, let's go. <laughs> oh. So it was just a good time hanging out with Sophie. Um, I love that. We were full of giggles, and um, we just talked about how scary teenagers are, and um, they're definitely fucking scary. But it was a, a very nice ride with Sophie. I love like, that. That's yeah. so cute. What's your witchy win? Um, I'm off for two days. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I, my last witchy win for chapter 10 was about um, Hazel's birthday, which is tomorrow. Um, and then Sunday, I'm not doing a goddamn thing because I'm doing a bunch of things tomorrow. Yeah. But I'm just I'm excited that it's the weekend. It's the freaking weekend, baby. I'm about to have me some fun, fun, fun. I'm about. I think I might go get some tequila. Do it. Tequila and gummies, babe tempting right now good for you yeah cool jealous send us what you wins. yeah send it yeah we'll shout you out on, if that, you want. <laughs> on that dm that you're sending us saying like what you think we should cover in one of the bonus chapters and a quiz also give us your witchy win i mean here there's three things that you need to do <laughs> right here, subscribe that's one <laughs> which win and what should we do in our bonus episode yes Yes. Yeah. Love it. Love you. All right. You'll stay with me until the very end. Bye. Huge shout out to all of our listeners. You all mean so much to us. To help support us, please tell all of your Harry Potter friends about us and be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. You can also reach out to us on Instagram at until the very end pod on Twitter until the very end pod, or you can email us at until the very end podcast at gmail.com. You can find Sarah on Instagram at Sarah underscore smiles 83. And you can find Abby on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Babs Gilmore. You can also find all of this and our links to our chapter notes on our link tree, which is in our show notes.